Hi guys, this is Joe from the Power Records podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. Man, what a day difference makes. Yesterday raining like crazy and today cold like the winter's hovering above us. I'm looking at the sky right now and I'm seeing all the dark clouds and those dark clouds are going to be with us for a few days from what I see in the forecast and it's going to be cold right here we go you know from now until maybe December January February March maybe four months guys maybe five months we'll be dealing with this off and all cold right now we're in a cold area right and just north of us a few miles north of me it's snow. That word snow. Boy, oh boy. I get I get I get the shivers just by saying the word snow. But that's what you get for living in Canada, where our winters are nice and long. They said they're getting shorter, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> Global warning, yeah. It's spread, yeah, maybe maybe happening, yeah. But you really can't tell today. Whereas the, the weather is very 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 cold right and uh, I think that we're gonna have to just deal with it for a while so guys have you been to my Facebook page lately uh, power records one we do have a Facebook page and uh, I posted a few articles there yesterday one of them is about the um, Hotel California LP and what it did to put that thing together. You know, every band I found has a classic LP up their sleeve. Think of it, right? Queen, Kiss, Led Zeppelin, uh, Beatles, well, they've had every one of theirs, but there's always one band that has a classic LP up their sleeve, you know, that they spit out, maybe more than one, but the one that stands out. And for me, the Eagles Hotel California stands out Every song on that LP is pretty much, you know, a a classic, an epic, a Mozart type of LP where, you know, you'll never see anything like it done again. We have shows here in Toronto called Classic Albums Live. And then they deal and they and they kind of replicate the album note for note, as they call it. And Classic Albums Live has Hotel California and I've seen it once and it's quite the thing. But it's a classic LP. So there, it, it, on that article, it talks about what they did song by song, what each song means, and what they did to make the songs, how they collaborated, uh, just like the Beatles did when they made Abbey Road. Um, but it's quite an interesting article. So if you get a chance, go to my Facebook page at Power Records Round 1 and see what I'm talking about, about the Hotel California LP. So guys, this podcast, the Power Records podcast, is for guys like you and I that collect and sell, have a business that sells vinyl records. And I hope that you're in on that game because, uh, as I've mentioned in a few podcasts, the vinyl record business is thriving. It's thriving big time. It's it's taken off. It's the billions of dollars of sales in the last couple of years and it's expected in the next seven years that'll maybe double in size because the industry's popping up big time again so i would advise you to start selling 
vinyl records on Amazon, on eBay, on Discogs, on Music Stack, anything you can get your hands on, that is the way to go. And you know what? There is an availability of vinyl records at flea markets, at your local brick and mortar store as well too. They are available there. So a couple of things that I want you to remember when you are selling vinyl. You know, vinyl, it's its its own animal, right? It's different than shipping a book, right? Or it's different from shipping a picture. A vinyl record has to be in great condition, right? You have to have the record looking in supreme condition when you ship it. If you don't have it in supreme condition, you're going to sell it for a lot, lot less. Your average cost of selling a vinyl record online should be about $20 to $25 for a record that is in what we call near mint or very, very good plus, right? Other than that, you know, your record has probably got scratches on it or scuffs on it. You'll be selling it for a lot low price. Don't go pulling the, the oh, I didn't know that thing to your customer. You should be and this is the point I'm trying to make, is if you're going to be shipping your record to your customer, you should be playing that record before you ship it out. Now, I do see some people that sell vinyl records on Discogs. They say, yeah, we play every record before we ship it out. (laughs) I kind of beg to differ that they do that. Maybe they do, right? But you should be playing it and understanding if there is a scratch or a nick, a pop, which the customer does not want to hear. If they're paying $20 to $25 for the record, they don't want to hear a pop or a tick on the record or or static. That's not the way it should happen. You should be listening to it. You should be cleaning it on a professional uh, record cleaning machine and shipping it out to the customer before uh, and listening before you ship it out to the customer it's very important as well too. You should be taking good, solid pictures of that vinyl record, right? Front and back, and the vinyl, and the cover, and the sleeve as well too. Five pictures minimum. Uh, if you can, if you, there's a spot to put five pictures on eBay, you can put, I think, up to 10 pictures. Same goes with Amazon. The more the pictures, the better. I find that my sales go up when I have a solid description and a solid picture of the record as well too. I don't know how these guys get away with it actually when I look on eBay and they put a stock photo. You know, what what is a stock photo about? And and, and this is the downfall of Discogs when I when I see records listed on Disc, Discogs when you list when you list your record they take a stock photo and that is your photo or I believe you can load up your own photo I usually load up my own photos because it's my record why would I use a stock photo it doesn't make any sense right but on CDs and records uh, and pretty much everything you sell on eBay you can use a stock photo and I don't believe in that because you know it's your record it's your condition of the record that you're listing on there why would you use a stock photo but regardless of that try to take pictures if there's creases on the record uh, if there's any defects that the customer should know about, take a picture of it and be honest and be transparent as possible. Don't you like that word transparent? That's come out in the word industry the last couple of years. I'm transparent. 
other words, I'm honest, I guess, but being transparent as possible as you can when you're selling the record so you can get your customer coming back and back, right? So the other thing I wanted to mention, if again, if the relationship with your customer, if you sold that record to your customer uh, and you want them coming back, try to develop a relationship with them. Send them an email when the record is sent saying, hey, dude, I sent a record. I hope you enjoy it. Let me know if you have any issues with the delivery or the quality of the record. Very, very important. I've developed good relationship with customers by doing this and they like me, I like them because they they give me the money, I give them the record and I love giving records to customer more than once. Two or three times is great. But if you develop that relationship, they'll keep buying records off you and don't forget that the person buying the record could be making a record collection just like you and I, making a record collection, they, them too, maybe they want to sell that record in the future so they will buy more records from you. So just a point that I want to give you on that as well too. So the industry is different than selling a book or selling a pair of shoes. You're, in more, you're selling more delicate, almost like selling glassware, where it's a very delicate piece of instrument that you're selling and you're polishing it, making nice, making it nice and clean. And when they get it, they get it clean. So it's very important that you understand that selling vinyl records is different than selling a book or something solid that doesn't break. Right? You've got to pack it properly. You've got to sell the sell it with uh, and ship it with a, a vinyl uh, LP mailer very important and keep it keep the address and everything clear try to use a computer if you can to do your labels you know make it nice and neat and they'll come back for more okay guys uh, I guess that's what I want to talk about today and this is episode 62 of the power records podcast and again get it if you get a chance get on uh, my Facebook page power records one look at the latest postings I've done there uh, we do sell on a site called Discogs. I've, uh, I love Discogs, and it, it's a great site to sell on. You can look us up there. Uh, if you want to find us on Discogs, you know, type in the under under the search uh, Nirvana LP, and when you're on left-hand side, you'll see the Canadian uh, versions of the record, and, and then you'll see Power Records were there under Canadian versions of the Nevermind LP and open up our store there where we have about 500 records there and then we have about 45,000 records for sale on our Music Stack site. You go to Music Stack and type in Power Records and we're there on Music Stack and we sell on Amazon as well too. And I hope you do and I hope you sell on these sites as well too. And I'm here to give you advice on selling online or having a brick and mortar store as well too. Again, I'm Joe from the Power Records Podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Keep collecting those vinyl records. Over and out, folks. Bye now.